Greg and Dan Show on WMBD. Greg Batten, Dan DiOrio. Mondays at this time, we talk to Chris Setti. He's the CEO of the Greater Peoria Economic Development Council. Good to see you, sir. Good morning. I'm very excited about this. So Introduce your guest. That you're yeah, I'm going to uh, speak just uh, short words because so much time to dedicate here. Uh, with me is Steve Zika, who is the president of Natural Fiber Welding. We've probably, over the last couple of years, we've been doing this talked about natural fiber welding a dozen two dozen times at least so now uh in uh, uh you know in studio here steve zika who is uh one of the originators of the uh, uh of natural fiber welding six seven years ago i met steve for the first time they had two or three employees and right. now they're a huge organization uh hi good to see you man good we're morning. very excited to talk to you great good tell us about you. how many let's just get right to this how many employees do you have now just over 300 employees. nicely done nicely yeah. done uh tell people the 30 second uh, elevator speech natural fiber welding you try to explain it to somebody who knows zero about you what do you do yep natural fiber welding uses plants to make materials for all of the objects that we use in our lives our clothes our shoes our wallets our bags in the future the interiors of our cars our furniture and we make them out of plants. Most of those materials usually are made out of plastic, and we use only plants. So this you is know, helping us reduce that plastic uh, uh, footprint. Yep, that's, okay. right. that's right. right. And a lot of that is petroleum. You know, I didn't realize petroleum's in our clothing. And the people who are on the very, very upper healthy side who look at everything always felt that petroleum would, you know, I don't know if it's true, leak into our skin as we wear and sweat and, and clothing. But it was kind of a petroleum plastic base. To shift the plants is, is, um, and with everyone being more environmentally conscious, and this is the way we're going, um, I bet people, are people actually knocking at your door? Yeah, they are. There's a lot of customers that are interested. In that. Everybody's realizing that when you're wearing polyester, which is what a lot of us know mm-hmm. what, that we wear, sure. that's plastic, and you're right, Dan, it came from oil, it came right. from petroleum, and so if you can <laughs> wear cotton or other... Other natural materials, there's just there's a lot of good reasons. I am regretting all the clothing choices of the 1970s right now that I wore yeah. polyester. Okay. Uh, the product you, you're wearing a pair of shoes right now, for instance, that is entirely made of materials that you make. Yep. And, and again, I, just to clarify, you guys don't make clothing; you make the materials that go into clothing. You don't make car interiors; you make the That's material right. that goes in. So, how do you determine that? What what is what is the determination of, all right, let's look at this plant. What plants are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking about a lot of different plants. And one of the things that's amazing about nature is that it's so abundant, but it's also very diverse. So when we're looking at the outsole of a shoe, the bottom of a shoe, for mm-hmm. example, it needs to have a certain toughness and a certain um, yeah, toughness, yeah, durability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's different from what we want in the top of our shoe or that's different than we want in the clothing. So we look at nature. It has many diverse materials. And then we pick the right ones for the right application. So, for example, we use natural rubber that comes from trees in the outsole of the shoe. Not so much in the in the, in the things that we put on our bodies, right? Sure. On the clothing, for example. All right. So, uh, in my mind, what I think is you got some guys and gals at your place, natural fiber welding, uh, who just go around into forests and jungles. And they go, you know what? I think this over here would be pretty. What is that research like? Who, what are they doing? Yeah. The, I mean, the researchers are looking at a wide variety of different materials. They they know, generally speaking, what material um, attributes they're looking for. They can go look in, in the jungle or more likely in the literature right. <laughs> or with suppliers. I would like to see them with a hatchet yeah, right. or a, yeah. a machete or something, and they found something. They bring it back to the headquarters. Yeah. yeah. So if they know, for example, they need a low-density, um, we'd call it lignocellulosic, but it's like a wood uh, sawdust. There's, yeah. there's a variety of options that's there. And we basically look at ones that are already having mature supply chains. So, for example, cork powder 
exists in the world in a mature supply chain. There's a lot of sawdust that don't yet. Um, so we use cork powder, but we could use other woods. And so we're looking at, this, uh, at what is a established supply chain that can provide us these natural materials at a, at a cost and a, and a repeatability and a quality uh, but that, you, that, that works for us. Yeah. You almost got to go back to the early part, and this is where Greg and I are fascinated. What brains are sitting in uh, a, a room that takes all these materials – Worries about durability. Can they go through the washing machine? How does it feel on you? How does it last? I mean, those brains to put all this together is amazing to me. Yeah, it is. And we have two in particular, two inventors who were both recently recognized in Washington, D.C. for the invention of the year worldwide. Um, Dr. Luke Haverhalls and Aaron Amstutz. And Luke's work originally started at the Department of Defense. He was a researcher there. So it's, it's really looking at fundamentally what can materials do and a lot of people in the world have known that natural materials are high performance, but they can't be shaped and molded and, and, and formed the way that plastics can. You can melt a plastic so you can form it into something new. Sure. Natural materials don't have that attribute. So while they're very high performance and abundant and diverse and circular, they're not as easy to shape into the things that we use in our lives. And so the problem that Luke was originally trying to solve is, can I look at these natural materials and reshape and mold them in a different way? Made some discoveries at the Naval Academy. Um, have made other discoveries since the company has been founded that are all looking at that same idea of how to take these natural materials, reshape them, reform them, combine different materials together to make complex composites that can perform what we need. Who's the other gentleman? Uh, Aaron Amstutz. And so the two of them recognized recently, last year, uh, for inventions of the year. I mean, this is a huge deal. And and, and they're here. This company is here. Yeah, That's yeah. why uh, Chris and I and Danny talk about this every week, about the attributes that is Peoria. So why are you here? Why why is natural fiber welding establishing this company in Peoria and going from three employees just recently to 300 now and probably uh, through the roof in the years to come? Yeah, there's really a two-part answer to the question, why originally we're here. Um, Luke Haverhalls, who I mentioned previously, was doing work at the U.S. Naval Academy, funded by the Department of Defense, had moved back and was a professor at Bradley University, okay. was a researcher there, and was continuing to sort of form his ideas and his, his intellectual property around this technology. So he's at Bradley. I was at working out of Peoria Next Innovation Center. My dad, Ken, and I had started an investment fund called Atolo. So Luke and I met at Peoria Next, and a little while later, I made an investment and joined the company. Here's, here's what I'd like to think. Yeah. I'd like to think that you and uh, Luke were just getting coffee. Uh, you were in the, co- the probably some secured uh, uh, commons coffee area. And you're like, hey, man, how's it going? Oh, it's real good. What are you doing? And then he tells you what you're doing. You tell him what you're doing. It probably was bigger than that, but I would like to keep that story in my head, if you don't mind. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> well, but here's, here's the thing is, is you're coming at it from the business aspect, and then you see this idea over here. The melding of that original research and idea into a business model is what fascinates yeah. me. What 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 went off in your head? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the second part of the question, yeah. just to say, then there's a lot of talent here. Then there's a lot of other people that come along and become a part of the company. And so why we're here today is partly because we started here, but mostly because we've continued to bring other people into the fold and continue to, to add on to the team and really build an amazing Do team. Do you have enough employees? Um, we do. We're always looking for the mm-hmm. right additional, but right now we have. You're kind of where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the recruiting is a big deal. Yeah. Recruiting for, has for been a, a, a huge yeah. challenge, and yeah. continuing to get the right people at right. the right time has right. been a challenge this whole but can, time. 
can I tell you just how important a company like natural fiber welding is? I, I, I heard Steve back in September give a speech, and at the time, I think it was 39 employees that you had. You know, we don't have a lot of textiles, you know, manufacturing. No, base absolutely here, right? not. They've, yeah. they've got a lot of people who have great engineers, but they've had to import a lot of talent as well. Thirty. That's 39 families that are now in the region that weren't here before. Uh, and then the other, the balance of the 200 and some odd, you know, are people who likely were here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really just a, a super important to see their growth, to support their growth, you know, as, as, a, as a community is important because uh, Caterpillar was once just had 300 people. Right, OSF once just had three hundred people. We yes. need more companies. It all starts yeah, that it's way. All well, starts yeah. small. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that brings up a good point. I think Chris, you were saying this off the air. How Silicon Valley was built. And Steve, you have an investment group. Are you now uh, looking for the next natural fiber welding? Are you out there looking to see what's in Peoria next? What's in the area? And going, hey. We can help you. We can build this. Yeah, Dan. Before, before I found natural fiber welding, I was, you know, always looking for that, and still am. Right now, I'm mostly focused with all my time on helping right. build natural fiber sure. welding. But there are people but, there, right? Yep, yeah, that's right. We're still looking. Um, my dad and I were just talking over the weekend about another couple of ideas and companies that are just getting started that are interesting to look at. So, continuing to look to to try to build the ecosystem because it's it's not just about. To really build the community, it's not just about one company, but but about an ecosystem. I know you have a lot of partners. Most of the names I don't recognize, but I do recognize Ralph Lauren. Uh, Tell me about that. Yeah, Ralph Lauren was one of our early um, supporters, and they became an investor in the company back in 2020. Um, During the pandemic, Ralph Lauren invested, uh, you know, their capital into help building our company. They've been a great partner, mostly on the apparel side, but we're doing some work with them on footwear and. And accessories. So they're taking parts. your materials and making in product that I could buy on today. That's right. There's a number yeah. of companies you can buy yeah. product today. Most of them are still direct online, but Ralph Lauren is one of you know more than a dozen or, or a couple dozen companies from whom you could go buy a product. Well, how do you, how do you find those? How do you do you do you go through your website to find those? You can get through our website or yeah. through the Instagram account of Natural Fiber Welding okay. to go find some of the different companies that are offering products cool. with our materials. And real quick, I know we're late. Do you have competitors or are you kind of the it's interesting to be one of the first in the markets to attract a Ralph Lauren yeah. instead of trying to come up when there's five other people ahead of you, but do you have competitors yet? Yeah, there are competitors in the sense that a lot of people are working on a more sustainable type of material. We're really the only ones that have gotten out into the market with something that's completely plastic free. So we're we're very well differentiated in the market, but there's lots of people who are trying to do similar things. Thank you very much for taking the time to come in on an early Monday morning to share your story. It's a good story. We're fans. We want it to just explode and talk about it uh, 30 years from now. Remember when it was just 300 people? Yeah. And now right. it's 3,000. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's good to see you. Thank, Thank you. you very Thank much. you so Thanks much. Thanks, Chris. Me. Good to see you, sir.